Well, I just wanted to, first of all, uh, just thank all of you uh, for coming on this retreat. Um, we just, just listening to um, God speaking to your heart, uh, telling you to come here, and, um, and just persisting in that, not, um, not overlooking it. And um, some of you have told me uh, some stories of how you got here and um, just really uh, clear to me, you know, that obviously is, that God is at work. And um, so I just, I thank you uh, for being here. I thank you for, you know, just uh, your love for the Lord, for your, your reverence for the Lord, your, um, uh, your humility. Um, I just, I just thank you for your, just your witness. Um, uh, you're, you're basically proclaiming by coming here um, that your your faith and your relationship with Jesus Christ, with the Heavenly Father, with the Holy Spirit, that your faith is important to you, and it's and and people in your lives are going to get that message, okay, by just telling them you'd like to go on a retreat, by telling that you were on a retreat. Um, you know, that's powerful. It's important. Uh, Father Coulter, the director of the retreat house, is actually at St. Peter's, uh, where I'm pastor, and he's giving homilies on going to the retreat house. So, <clears throat> it's um, so I got that covered in my parish. Uh, even though I'm here, I got it covered in my parish. So, but um, it is important, you know. As you know, our, our lives are just so so busy, and there's so many distractions, and you know we all face it. You know, no one's exempt. And, uh, and so how important it is to just, how good it is just to come and just spend time with the Lord, waste time with the Lord, right? Um, and just trust that the world's not going to fall apart. Actually, we might be just helping the world a little bit by being here, right? Um, and so, uh, yeah, just thank you for that example, that witness. And... Um, Wanted to talk a little bit this in the homily today, uh, just about our blessed mother. And I don't know how it's happened, but it seems like I've gone three days without talking at all about the blessed mother. And I'm sorry, blessed mother, for that. Um, thankfully, we've been praying the rosary each day, and um, and so. Um, you know, in this passage uh, from the gospel. Actually, I just I just love it when um, I think there's a few places in the Gospels where Jesus responds to something, and and then it says no one dared to ask him any more questions. <laughs> I just I'm like that's awesome. Like, but it conveys his word is the final word. You know, what he says is, and um, it just really is powerful. Uh, and in this particular instance, you know, he's asked what are the first, which is the first of the commandments. And as we know, he gives the two great commandments um, to love the Lord your God alone. He said, love our, the Lord our God is Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. And the second is you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Okay, so 
I mean, that, that, that comes from a God who is madly in love with us. That comes from a God who is a jealous God, who wants our hearts. He doesn't, he doesn't want us to hold back anything, okay? He wants all of us and, uh, and every part of us. And uh, again, he created us out of love. He created us to receive love. He created us to love. And, um, and so that comes through in those two great commandments. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. And so immediately our minds go to, oh gosh, I better be thinking of um, how I can love other people. But it presumes that you also love yourself, right? You shall love your neighbor as yourself. So how hard is it for us sometimes to just love ourselves? And just love how God created us. And uh, that is so very important um, that we um, recognize the great gift that this life is. That, as I mentioned maybe yesterday, I can't recall. Everything is a gift. And God willed you. He willed you. You are necessary. Not in an absolute sense. He doesn't really need us. But you are necessary in his eyes. And um, he, um, uh, he wants us to love what he's done. He wants us to love um, his creation. And that's just not everybody else. Love everybody else. All, all the rest of the creation, stars, sun, moon, universe, all of that. Um, and to not love ourselves. Okay? So we... Um, we love the artwork that um, he has put together in just you and me, in each one of us, body, mind, soul. And, um, and we should praise him and thank him for um, our lives. And it's good to even say, Jesus, I love the way you created me. I love the way you created me. And... Um, or if you want to say that to the Heavenly Father, that'd be fine too. You know, but obviously, as we're reading, uh, as we're hearing Jesus talk about the two great commandments, um, he's talking about his, his love, right? I mean, if anyone's following the two great commandments, it's Jesus himself. Loving the, his Heavenly Father with all his heart, mind, soul, and strength. Loving us his neighbor, his brothers and sisters, um, as himself. In fact, even coming here, becoming one of us, so that we could be sons and daughters of the Father, like him, beloved sons and daughters, like he is the beloved son. So um, that's out of love for us, that he wanted that. Jesus wanted that for us. You know, he knows how good he knows everything, obviously, as God, but he knows how good it is to be loved as a son by our Heavenly Father, how, how good it is to be loved by, by, as a child by our God who created us. And, uh, and so this is what we desire as well, that we, would be, um, that we would be children, that we would just be, uh, see ourselves as loved by our Heavenly Father. And we've... Um, you know, I guess during this retreat, if, uh, at different times, if kind of, um, you know, with, you know when, when we hear 
a little bit of our, you know, our youngest retreatant, okay? Here, a little bit of our youngest retreatant, um, just, um, you know, expressing her joy in the Lord. Um, it's been such a great example of just a model of, you know, this is who we are. We're children of our, our Father. And um, we also have, as an example, it's not obviously the Lord Jesus who shows us what it means to love with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. But it's also, we'd say, after him, the Blessed Mother. You know, the Blessed Mother, his mother, you know, shows us that as well. And um, she sees us as her children. Uh, no matter how we look at it, no matter how we perceive the Blessed Mother, you know, and, and you know, understandably, you know, at different times in our lives, maybe we feel close to her, maybe we don't. You know, even in praying a rosary, being, and that is so important. We try to pray the rosary every day. Our Lady of Fatima requested that of three little children, and they were faithful to it. But, um, you know, so many times maybe we, um, we, um, <clears throat> maybe we also want a, to feel a, the presence of the Blessed Mother. We want to feel the Blessed Mother's love as well. You know, and that's a good thing to ask for. Um, in fact, this um, Sister Miriam James Highland that I mentioned in the last talk, she tells a story of how, you know, I think even as a religious sister, she struggled to be in, relation, in relationship with the Blessed Mother. And um, you know, at one point, <laughs> she said, we can't go on like this. I have to know you, you know? And... And just, but what resonates in me is that just honest prayer, like this is a relationship and I want it to be deeper. And so I beg you, just as you, as we've um, said to beg an experience of God, the Father's love for you, Jesus' love for you, the Holy Spirit's love for you, I also ask you to beg an experience of the Blessed Mother's love for you. Um, I haven't, I haven't, image uh, that I guess I would say my mo my mother helped me with. My mother is, uh, she's awesome. I just love her. Um, she, um, one time we were talking on the, and, and this, uh, it really also relates to the statue behind me, um, of the Blessed Mother holding the Christ child, just really holding him close to her with part of her mantle covering her, covering him. And, um, but anyway, I was in this, uh, on talking to my mother on the phone one time about one of my nephews. Uh, his name is Augustine John Paul, and uh, he's two years old. And, uh, but we were talking about how restless he is and how hard it is to get him to quiet down and take a nap, right? And, um, and my mother said at one point, she said, well, you know what I do? She said, I, I, I put him up close to my chest and I put one ear up against my chest and then I cover his outside ear so that all he can hear is my heartbeat. And I thought, wow, that's amazing. I mean, I just, I can picture the Blessed Mother doing that for us, you know, um, holding us close to her heart. And, um, and so... We entrust uh, the graces of this retreat um, 
And uh, even while we ask her intercession for greater graces from her Son and from the Father and the Holy Spirit, you know, we just entrust them to her immaculate heart. And um, as well as to her spouse, the Holy Spirit. And we just ask the Holy Spirit to seal. I just, I just beg that right now. Holy Spirit, please just seal the graces you have given every single one of us on this retreat. Please just seal them. Protect them from the enemy. Do not, Lord, we beg you, allow the enemy to steal the joy, steal the grace that we have received on this retreat. And so, Holy Spirit, we just beg you to come upon us and to seal those graces. And, um, and then we also, um, I guess I would just like to end with the uh, prayer, the Schoenstatt Consecration Prayer. Um, every, you know, there's a, there's a consecration prayer each day. And I don't, I'm not sure if you've been to the Schoenstatt Shrine near Crete. It's awesome. I highly recommend making a little pilgrimage there. Um, it's a beautiful little chapel up on a hill. And you go in there, and it's like it's just you and the Blessed Mother and, Je- and Jesus. And uh, it's like having your own personal little chapel. Um, but there's three graces that the Blessed Mother promises to those who make a pilgrimage to the Schoenstatt Shrine. And the Schoenstatt Shrine is really a replica of the original in Schoenstatt, Germany. There's really about 200 of these shrines around the world. So it's amazing that we actually have one of them uh, near Lincoln in, or in, you know, in our own diocese. But anyway, there's three graces that she promises to those who visit the shrine on pilgrimage. The grace of feeling at home, the grace of inner transformation of the heart, and the grace of apostolic zeal. And so uh, just incredible graces that are promised to those who make pilgrimage to the Schoenstatt Shrine. And so, um, as I say, highly recommend that. And I would like to just end with the consecration prayer. Um, and it's usually said in the first person, okay? I'm going to try to say it in first person plural, all right? Our Queen, our Mother, we give ourselves entirely to you and to show our devotion to you. We consecrate to you this day our eyes, our ears, our mouths, our hearts, our entire selves without reserve. As you are our own, good mother, guard us and defend us as your property and possession. Amen.